When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything. Get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. It has been um, a really funny, I feel like, 48 hours um, for Richie and I because Richie's dream came true. I am now sports betting due to our uh, wonderful sponsors of DraftKings. So um, I don't think I've ever been this crazy into a first week of football ever um, to witness it himself and to make a drink with me sitting at my kitchen table. My wonderful and amazing co-host, Richie Suave Flores. How are you doing? Hello, Corey. Yes, I, I don't think I've ever been as excited as I was when... You literally called me during my lunch break at work to tell me you had signed up for DraftKings. They were no boundaries at that point. And I was very excited about this. And I was trying to walk you through some of the, um, like, what happens when you place a sports bet. What a, I was trying to explain the point spread to you. I was explaining different things. And I was very excited. I've been wanting you to do this for a while. And I'm glad you took advantage of the DraftKings opportunity to do that. And yeah, you and I were texting all Sunday long about different things that were going on. And you were, I could tell you were on the edge of your seat at every minute. And both of us made a decent amount of money this weekend. So I'm glad everything worked, worked out for both of us. Yeah. And I'm going to make more money if your Rams win tonight. Yes, so that is, yes. I am waiting for that. I, I really hope it goes well. It, it will wash away the sorrow that is my Vikings losing in overtime. Although my, my second team, the Cardinals, did win today, so that's something. But, um, yeah, the, the Vikings um, is what I would call a toxic relationship that I've had since I was born. Um, considering the fact that my dad is the one who got me into the team, um, I blame him for the toxic relationship that I'm in with that team. It's a, the most annoying um, fan base to be a part of because of how uh, inconsistent – they are and nerve wracking, but you know, what can you do? But instead we made, we made drinks to make us feel better. So at least it's on the bright side. Yes. Um, week two of sporty spirits, everybody, you're going to be able to watch the video up on YouTube and on our Twitter and Instagram pages, hopefully very soon. If not by now, in the time you're listening to this, this show, um, thank you for the feedback to week one. 
it was it was good. We appreciate you watching. Um, hopefully, you were able to make those drinks at home yourself. Um, but it's a, it's a very good one this week, starring, of course, uh, Brothers Bond Bourbon, which is the brainchild of two of our favorites, Paul Wesley and Ian Sommerholder from The Vampire Diaries. And we made a drink called Blood Brothers, and it is very good. I didn't know what to expect. It was a little different, but it was delicious. It had some bourbon. It had some um, simple syrup. It had some lemon juice. And then it was topped off with a nice layer of port wine, which I had no idea what it was until we looked it up for this drink. And if you watch the video, we explain it. It's like a ride for your mouth. It, it goes through like a bunch of different like levels. Yeah, it's funny. We had Scotty try it and Scotty's sitting over here on the couch. So if you want to chime in, Scotty, on how you felt, there is, uh, he, he goes, that's interesting. I want to know what the other layer tastes like. And I go, just drink it again. Like actually like tip it back a little bit more. You'll taste both of them. And his eyes got really wide. Like it was one of those where, uh, you know, it was like a whole new world for him once he tasted the second layer of it because it is so like different, the two different layers, but they oddly complement each other. It's like a, like a cake. That's, that's cake a good drink. way to, to describe it because you kind of get the, a little bit of the sour from the, uh, the lemon, the lemon juice, like kind of like almost like a whiskey sour type of deal. And, and then you also get, um, and then the port wine, which is very sweet, comes in kind of at the very end too. And, and so it's a nice little mix of sweet and sour together. And then of course you have the bourbon to mix it all together. And the, and the bourbon is, is, uh, uh, is very good too. So it's a perfect combination. So thank you to Ian and Paul for putting together this delicious cocktail. It's very good. I recommend giving it a try. Very easy to make. Um, you can go get the port wine. We bought the port wine at Bedmo for like eight bucks for a little tiny bottle. Well worth it. Yeah. And it, this is kind of cool too, because this is the first one that we actually let the Sporting Nation choose. Mm -hmm. So we actually put out a poll on both um, Twitter and Instagram asking if you wanted a Pink Whitney Cosmopolitan or if you wanted this one, because we wanted to do like a little throwback mm -hmm. uh, for the start of football season. So we were like, why not? So it was really fun that we got to make this drink for you guys. Turned out, I think, better than we even expected it mm -hmm. to. And uh, it'll be great. I mean, Richie has already drank his entire thing. So um, if, I think it's nerves for the Rams game, first game of the Rams season. If it, if it gets uh, approval from anyone, it definitely gets approval from Richie um, after drinking the entire thing. So thank you, Sporty Nation, for voting on it and everything. You guys have been really active with us lately, and I, I thoroughly appreciate it. And to bring up the things that Sporty Nation's been sending us, we got some really great questions mm -hmm. in um, on our Instagram. I, you know, there's a lot of things I feel like me and you've been on a lot of different podcasts recently. Um, people wanting to know so many random things about um, what's going on here because I feel like it's such a complex situation between the rebuild, the arena, and everything. And I never thought about the fact that um, all of our Coyote fans are probably also kind of confused or really just have some things that are, are weighing on their brain. So I gave them, gave the Sporting Nation the ability to ask us some questions. And um, 
one of them was, do we trust Bill? I'm assuming this is referring to Bill Armstrong, the general manager of the Coyotes. This is something that comes up a lot, I feel like, on our show. It's been a very big theme across the last month and a half or so since the offseason began. And in a word, I would say incomplete. That's a cop-out. I know. It kind of I that when I responded on our Instagram, I kind of said the same thing. Because you can't really know until you see the product of what he's doing. We are we're very happy with what he's doing. We've we've liked everything that he's done so far. We um we like the fact that, you know, every single grade that this team has been getting in the offseason has been great grades. And it seems to be the one thing that is actually doing well on um you know, the, the ice potential ice level of everything is looking the best out of everything that's going on with this organization. So you, it is a cop out, but it's not because it is incomplete. Yeah. He's only been on the job for, he took the job what in like September of 2020. So he's only been on the job for a year and, and it was a year that was kind of really a transition year. Like we've kind of talked about previously, right. Where, the team on the ice wasn't his team. Yeah, he made some additions, but it was very much an evaluation here for not only the players on the ice, but the coaching staff as well. So essentially what we saw last year was John Trika's team still. And I think this year coming up was going to be the first year of Bill Armstrong's team. He, he chose his coach. He chose a lot of the players. He's the one who made the trades of Christian Dvorak and Connor Garland. So to answer the question, yes or no, do I trust him? Not yet. Not yet. But it is encouraging. But I would it, say it is encouraging. It not yet, but encouraging. That's the way I describe it. Yeah. Do you see the possibility of having Doan and Matthews on the team given four years? This is actually a funny tease that Richie gives <laughs> yeah. to every podcast that we go on that basically wouldn't it be the coolest shit ever that you open a brand new arena You've got Doan and Matthews on the team, and you're getting to just market the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. That would be the pipe dream. That is something that I think we all want to happen. Now, I again, when Josh Doan was drafted, I was a little skeptical. I felt like it was more of a PR move than it was an actual hockey move. Josh Doan does seem to have, uh, you know, some ability. He improved a lot his last season. Um, in, uh, you know, playing in the, in the USHL and he does have some upside going to play for ASU this year. Very excited to see that happen. And, um, I'm curious to see his progression. Will he be up by 2024? Maybe, maybe he will. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him though. Can you imagine being Shane Dunn's kid in the same organization that his dad spent 20 years with? The amount of pressure to succeed on him is insane. And I really want this to happen, not only for him, but I, I've been speaking into existence that I want Austin Matthews to show up in Arizona, pull a John Tavares 2.0 and come back home and he's a free agent. Um, and, and that seems to be perfectly lining up with when the Coyotes are expected. It's not expected, but around the same time that we expect a new arena to open up. Yeah, and it's interesting because we had talked about that with uh, the Sabres guys. We were just on their podcast, and we were saying that they had asked us that exact question. And I had said, 
let's get down. And they had said, you know, well, when you're there, do you know anything? Like, do you, have you heard any rumors about him wanting to come back home? And I said, you know what, here's what it comes down to. He is from here, loves it here, has a house here. Um, you know, was a Coyotes fan first. In the end, of course, he would love to be here, but he is a top player in the NHL. In the end, where he's going to want to go is a place where he can win. And no matter what, that's what you do. You play to win. So the only way that he would come home is if he thinks that there's an opportunity to actually get a cup here at home. It's not the same as where, you know, you're coming down towards the end of your career and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to ride it all out at the end at home just to, you know, enjoy my last few years, like at the end. That's the time when you can make a PR move and a move that is is best for you personally. I don't think he's going to make that. I mean, I think he's going to make a choice that's best for him professionally. So I really hope that everything comes together because if this team is good and this team has a brand new arena that's going to get a lot of hype a lot of fans, how can you say no to that in your mm-hmm. hometown? It, yeah. If things go correctly, then hell yeah. I think that would be awesome to see. And But I think it's going to really come down to how how good of a chance this team has to make a cup run in four years. Oh, for sure. And that's tough to project, obviously. But you know he's going to make a lot of money, too, especially because he's going to be you know 27, basically, entering legit probably the prime of your career from 27 to 30. And so if you're Austin Matthews, John Tavares chose to go back home to the Maple Leafs because he knew that they already had Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Willie Nylander there. They knew that this was that was a team that was going to be Stanley Cup contenders. And I think he even took a little bit of a pay cut to join um, to join Toronto. Like he could have made more money if he stayed home or stayed with New York and the Islanders. So, uh, again, pipe dream. I know, but we're going to speak it into existence. Yeah, if we just keep bringing it up, then then hopefully yeah. it'll just happen because we we put it out there. Um, next question is: Any Phil Kessel news slash updates? Should Armstrong net more draft picks for Phil? Yeah, uh, this is a good question. I haven't seen anything recently. You, you know, in the past, really since free agency opened up, and and there were a lot of bevy of trades and whatnot around free agency in the draft. I haven't really seen too much more since then. So I, I, I got us the same question on the on the Buffalo Sabres show too. And I basically said, I'm expecting him to be traded at some point. I just don't know if it's going to be prior to the regular season or before the trade deadline. I think um, he does want to go somewhere where he wants – where he's going to be closer to his Stanley Cup than not, um, kind of coming to the end of his career. And I also bring up the point – I brought up the point on Buffalo show too that – Rick Tocchi is no longer here. He lost his guy, right? If Rick Tocchi was still here, I think maybe things are a little bit different. But with him gone and a new coach and team that's rebuilding, I think he's going to want out. And um, he's going to be able to choose where he wants to go. And as far as compensation, they'll get a draft pick for him. I don't think it'll be first or second round. I think it'll be middle, probably a, a mid-round pick. And that's fair for a guy who whose contract is expiring at the end of this year too. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's coming. Um, we haven't heard anything quite yet. They're, they're not definitely not, um, you know, really pushing it out there. It, it's going to be something that it, it's going to have to be somewhere he wants to go, like you'd said. And so it's a little bit more, um, it, it's more complicated, uh, than other trades. So 
I think, yeah, it's going to be what is what is quite right for what Armstrong wants and what uh, Phil wants at the same time. So it it's kind of like the uh, Oliver Ekman Larson trade in that sense, where you kind of have to have both parties in agreement. But at the same time, it's not like we need to get rid of him at this exact moment so we can create some some cap space and really just, um, you know, get some good picks in because it's just it's not the same situation, but there is no reason to keep him here. Yeah, I agree. All right. Our last question is this. This was actually this one made me laugh. Will they actually be good for once? (laughs) (laughs) That's my response there. Just a gigantic laugh. Uh, I mean, I, not this season, definitely not this season. That's for sure. Um, probably the thing that I'm going to most enjoy this season is watching Rick Tockett be a a new commentator. Um, that's probably the thing that I'm going to enjoy the most, but I mean, in all reality, I, I just, I don't see a, light at the end of that tunnel for this season. But in the future, I think that the team has a very bright future if they keep going in this direction and all of the um, prospects that they have do pan out. So I think, like we were saying, if things, all the stars align perfectly, you could have a new arena, a Stanley Cup contending team, and possibly Austin Matthews. So, um, you know, I think there is a bright future for this team. And I know we've said it before because they've gone through a, a couple rebuilds that didn't become as prosperous as anyone, everyone wanted them to be. I This is a different regime in the fact that the way that Armstrong is going about this is so different from the way it was before GM-wise. And that was kind of something I pointed out today is, you know, we've we've gone from Maloney, who's very uh, old boys club, old way of doing things, to Chaika, who was supposedly new age, all stats. And then now we've gone into Armstrong, which is about building a really solid foundation of your team and working from the bottom up. And I feel like it's probably the best one for the current way the NHL is played right now and the fact that it's very skill and speed based. And if he can get some really good young talent and really work them through the ranks, it's, it's going to be what this team needs. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's uh, it's just going to be a waiting game at this point for, for the coyotes. But um, again, this year I get that. That's why we recommend following our sporty spirits. Cause I feel like we're all going to need them this year for goodness sake. So uh, we're about, we're just a few minutes away from the kickoff of the Rams and bears game here on Sunday night football. There's Chris Collinsworth. He just did his famous slide-in again to kick off the 2021 season. Very exciting to see fans in attendance at SoFi Stadium. I cannot wait. I'm going to be there in week four on the uh, there at SoFi Stadium watching the Rams play the Cardinals. Very excited about that. So we're going to wrap up here. DraftKings week one is over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And to kick off week two, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. 
You do not want to miss this. Corey and I took very big advantage of this during week one. We did it, and you can do it too. Just download the Sportsbook app from DraftKings. Use the promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. 1-800-9. I have uh, the update is regarding uh, Halloween. So we have been trying to figure out for a while um, the Halloween costumes for uh, for Katarina, of course, uh, for for Chris and for for Iz. Now I was told that um, there was a discussion that has taken place, and we believe we have some front runners for the costumes by which they're going to be wearing. So are you are you ready? Okay. Okay, so uh, apparently, again, this is per Katarina. She said that Iz wants to be a minion. Okay, that's solid. I can I can agree with that. Iz would be a great minion. And then we and then Kat and Chris are, are likely going to be a Spider Noir and Spider Gwen. Oh, okay. So that was that was kind of where they were leaning at before. Yeah. So Izzy just chose to go like literally fuck all of you i'm going to be a minion because like everyone was fighting over her and now she just like i don't want anyone (laughs) and then they're gonna do the um so i I am i'm actually curious to see how these outfits work because again so many people are going to be wearing a lot of leather and it's not gonna be me this time (laughs) i mean i'm gonna be wearing a decent amount of leather i'll be wearing leather pants boots and jacket but my shirt won't be, so I, you know, I will have a break in the leather. Yeah. And after I did a bunch of leather for uh, Black Canary, I'm just, I, I don't think I'm at that, yeah, that yeah. level Yeah, especially anymore. in Arizona in late October, which it'll be nicer, but still not great. So, um, so how is, are you, is the costume coming along? I actually haven't asked you for an update about the Star Lord costume. Okay, so the, you want to know the funny part of all huh? of this? I have everything, but like three pieces of this. Yeah. Because I, okay, there was a time when Tyson Nash asked me if I spray painted um, my leather jackets because I have so many leather jackets (laughs) in so many different colors. And I'll always remember that. And I'm always like, but uh, so I already had a red leather jacket. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I contemplated getting another one just because I love leather jackets. Um, and then I have my Black Canary um, leather pants. I have the boots from Black Canary. Um, I took a belt that we had one that had arrow on it. And I, I flipped it around because it's one of those like ratchet belts or whatever they call them. Um, and so that's my belt that he wears in there. And then I just need a, a headset with a walkman uh mask and the blasters that he has and that's that's it hey that's not bad so you're you're well ahead of the game you're much further ahead of the game than i thought you were oh yeah that oh did everyone think i was gonna do this last second yeah i'm pretty (laughs) sure that's what we thought was gonna happen here everyone just thought i was like completely slacking yeah yeah because i was i was talking to jordan about it uh, earlier today and she said she was excited for your star lord and i said i keep forgetting to ask how that things are coming along that's what I should I I should put on like what I have and then see if you think it looks appropriate or if I need to change stuff out 
and then and then we can decide from there because i i do have stuff already i looked through it it's hard because the reason why i'm dressing up as star lord is cuz my coworker is creating from scratch an entire Groot costume <laughs> so he literally like was going to put on stilts all this shit he's not going to do the stilts anymore but he literally has gotten foam and is creating all of these. So I, I had to start getting ready um, because I'm going to be standing next to him at work. and I just don't want to look horrendous. So it's just a matter of, of getting the little extra things at the end. Um, I will say I'm very psyched to be able to just wear a mask around work uh, all day <laughs> uh, because then no one can see my facial expressions. Mm-hmm. So if someone's pissing me off, they wouldn't know because they couldn't see my face. <laughs> That's, that's perfect. That's, that's, that's really perfect. So I'm glad that's coming along. I can't wait to see how it progresses. I'm expecting to get my, my red guardian costume. Probably by the time you're listening to this, it's, it says the delivery is supposed to happen on Monday, September 13th before noon. So I'm excited to get it, see what it looks like and, uh, and, and go from there. I'm very excited for this. And the fact that I've never known someone to buy one of those like Mm pre-made costumes that are just, and I, I don't know why, like this one's obviously very good quality and whatnot, but my mind always goes straight to, you know, the kids costumes that people get when, and the kids costumes never fully fit correctly. So I'm really curious to see if yours fits correctly uh it's tailored i got tailored oh, i did all shit. my measurements fancy yes because if i would have gotten one of the pre-fit ones it wouldn't have fit because the like the height of it didn't match everything else and i was like well can't do that so i had to pay like 10 extra dollars to have it tailored and so it fits perfectly oh well okay then then it's not going to be something where you know the the legs end up looking like capris and exactly. you know that, exactly. That's what I was worried about. I just didn't want to tell that to you out loud. <laughs> nope, it's tailored, so it should look good. And uh, Jordan's going to help me uh, make any alterations I may or may not need to make to it. So um, we'll see how it turns out. Stay tuned. Sport Nation. I'm sure we'll have pictures and whatnot. The Rams game is getting ready to kick off. We have uh, Michael Buffer here doing the introductions for the team, apparently. Uh, interesting move on part of the LA Rams. Uh, there's the kicker, Matt Gay. He is about ready to kick off here to start the 21 season. So I feel like we should wrap up uh, so I can watch my Rams kick the shit out of the Chicago Bears for the sake of both of us. So we'll say goodbye. Good night and good hockey, everybody.